Welcome to Wrestling with God Show, the podcast where we grapple with big questions about faith, religion, and life. I'm Irish McMahon, and I'm here with a guy who loves wrestling with the symbols God gave us in the Bible, my friend and Irish Catholic priest, Father Len McMillan. Hey, Father Len. Hey, Irish. So, Father Len, we're going to continue our series of episodes on uh, one of your favorite subjects, and that's uh, the symbols in the Bible. The symbols, yeah, I know you love it. The symbols you've told us God gave us to help us understand what it means to be a human being and guide the way we worship. And I must say, when you told me the symbol we're going to talk about today actually reveals that religion is carnal and sensual, uh, you really got my attention. I, I can't wait to hear what this is all about, Father Len. Worship, at least in the Bible, is carnal and sensuous. And I do love that. And it's kind of pointed out in the symbol of oil. Oil comes up a lot. Even the word Christ, when we say Christ, it means anointed one. So the word Christian, if you call yourself Christian, it means one who is anointed. Now, granted, it means anointed with the Holy Spirit, but it's symbolized in the anointing of oil. See, oil comes up a lot in the Bible, or I like the psalm, you anointed my head with oil. So a big part of the way we worship involves oil and anointing. So in the Bible, for the freed slaves of Israel, God smelled like oil with cassia and cinnamon and myrrh, you know, a sweet, earthy, nutty, warm fragrance. Have you ever thought about that? That, wow, God smells? <laughs> uh, like no, it, I have to say, Father, <laughs> I hadn't. I don't even remember that passage. I'm sure I've probably but, read it at like, some think, point. Think God is just not an idea or to see God or to hear God. But everybody forgets that, you know, that sounds strange. Our experience of God is supposed to be sensuous. So why wouldn't it involve touch and smell? So when God talks to Moses on the mountain, not only did God give the Ten Commandments, that's all people really remember, but also hundreds of rules and regulations on how to worship. So shouldn't we worship the way God asked? And if God asks us to use oil, that's part of the rules that God wants his people anointed with oil so that they have a certain smell. And I love that God sends Moses back with a recipe for oil. So oil is used to anoint the temple, furniture in the temple. Oil is used to anoint people and the kings and the priests uh, for the sick for those who are going to be burialed, uh, burialed. What kind of yeah, word is that? That was I'm good, Father Len. You, I, I've noticed that sometimes you do mangle words. I'm not even sure, and I don't. Sometimes I don't I, even I, think you're aware of it. I know, and I'm not even drinking yet, except for coffee. <laughs> it is a little early to be drinking, Father Len. I, I love that, but with all these oils. You weren't supposed to use that smell for anything else but the sacred. So there's certain smells that go with oil that is only associated with the sacred. And I like where God says, think of it as something holy to me. And I, I love that. Think of it that some smells are holy. 
And God wants his scent on his people. God wants certain things and actions to have a certain fragrance. God wants certain smells to remind us of our union with God and certain smells are supposed to carry this memory of prayer. And God knew what we only discovered recently is that the sense of smell, the olfactory nerve, is directly connected to the part of our brain associated with memory. So memory and scent are connected. And the scent and the use of oil is different for different uses. So oil is used to welcome guests, anointing a body for death, for sex, for solemnizing commitments, oil to comfort the sick, Oil is used when priests make commitments, prophets make commitments, kings make commitments, oil for weddings. And it says the smell of prayer is supposed to be like frankincense, you know, balsamic and piney. It says that God loves that smell, the smell of prayer. So that smell was supposed to be burning in the temple constantly. So there's all these smells associated with different things. Cleansing has a smell of fresh hyssop, sex of cinnamon and saffron and nard, royalty as myrrh, wedding as myrrh, burials as myrrh. Generosity or wealth is supposed to have the smell of a thick aromatic spikenard. And temple sacrifices are supposed to smell like hyssop and cedarwood. Or another big smell that happens is that when Noah gets off the boat, the first thing he does is make a sacrifice. And the Bible says a sweet fragrance filled the earth because God and mankind were one. And so when Christ is crucified, it says a sweet fragrance fills the world because God and mankind are one again. Wow. So like when you anoint somebody with chrism, like with three different oils in the Catholic church and the chrism, it has this really strong strong, fragrant smell. And so when I anoint somebody at baptism, I always warn the parents, listen, when you get in the car, <laughs> that kid's head is going to fill the car with a powerful sense of, you know, this perfume fragrance. But I love it. When you smell the baby, ah, that smells like God is with that child. That's the whole purpose. That's the point of these uh, these oils and the fragrances is to remind us of God, to our yes. connection with God. Yes. So listen, our name, Christians, denotes this idea of being smeared with oil that we smell a certain way. And if you're anointed in the Bible, you're always anointed because you're chosen for something. You're consecrated to a purpose. So we're going to be confirming our kids and we're going to smear them with oil, pray that the Holy Spirit come upon them. And that smell is supposed to remind them that their life has a purpose, that that anointing reminds them, you are anointed to be this instrument to God. It's funny. The, I, I think that's the only time I've been anointed. And of well, course, you would have been our, anointed at your baptism well, if yeah, it was done I, correctly. Yeah, but I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't remember that. And to be right. honest, I don't remember the confirmation thing. And I, I know that our kids were all baptized and anointed, and I don't even know whether I remember the smell. I mean, it, it, now I will think about that a lot. I mean, I will notice that. What's interesting talking about this is that 
in our church, the Catholic Church, most of the anointings are done at special occasions or during sacraments. We don't really have oils present in our weekly or daily kind of worship, do we? And we're not supposed to. Okay, and why is that? Well, because the anointings signify a special, that this person is consecrated for a special role. Or the anointing is for, like, in James, in the letter of James in the Bible, it says, are there sick among you? Let them send for the priests of the church, and the priests will come and anoint them with oil. If they've committed any sins, their sins will be forgiven. The Lord God will raise them up. So the thing about it is, we would be against the overuse of sacred oils, because then it profanes it in, in the certain ways. Like, no, you're, you're consecrating something. It'd be like saying, well, marriage for us is sacred, so you don't get married every day. No. You can renew well, the vows some, some people, day. Some people do. Yeah. <laughs> great. So that, you know, just because it's sacred doesn't mean you profane it by, you know, you anoint something that is sacred. Even like any Catholic church, the temple and the Catholic church, every Catholic church is anointed. And if you walk in holy apostles, like our church, and you see these candles on the wall, and you think, why is a candle just tacked onto the wall right there? That's where it was anointed with this perfumey oil. So even the symbol of the candle there is supposed to remind you, oh, this place is supposed to smell of the sacred. It has been anointed as a sacred space. Wow. Uh, So do most priests or do you, you say you will mention to the parents when you anoint their child at baptism that watch out when you jump in the car, this might be kind of overpowering and whatever. Do, 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 do priests talk about the significance of the fragrance and the smell at the anointing? It would seem like that might be kind of an interesting and important well, thing to do. I, I don't really know what anybody else does besides myself. So I can't speak for other priests, but like we were handed these symbols from God so I always try and mention it. It's not something we made up, but something yeah. God asks. And as I said, shouldn't we worship the way God asked us to? And the problem is if you don't explain it, it just looks like something the priest came up with. No, exactly. I, I, God I have wants to, his smell on us. I have to say, if you were to query Catholics, how many of them would understand this idea of God wants his smell on us or the significance of the anointing and particularly the fragrance. I just, I don't know that many people would know that it's, I'm, I'm going to test that out. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to ask my congregation that even like, not only like sacred spaces like the church or priests are anointed, but anybody who's dying, they're anointed. So even death has a scent of the Holy spirit being present. Cause you kind of think, Oh my gosh, death is such a terrible thing. What if it has the anointing and the fragrance of the Holy Spirit? I love that. It, no, it's it's a really neat, powerful kind of thing. I mean, like we've talked about the presence of trees and water in the Bible. And I know for me, when we did those episodes, and uh, for those of you listening, you can go back and scroll through our episodes. I don't remember the exact episode numbers, but we did episodes on the presence of symbols like water and trees. But I didn't recognize the presence. I didn't recognize how often they showed up or what they represent. Like even St. Paul says, we're supposed to smell a certain way. 
it means that our lives are supposed to remind people of this fragrance of God. Just the way we smell, I don't mean physically smell, but that we've been anointed, is supposed to have this memory to it. So think about this. Worship is not something that just happens in our head. Because a lot of people think that religion is just kind of this philosophy or catechism that you learn. You know, we start off by saying, no, religion is something sensuous and carnal. Or I know atheists, who atheists, some atheists who will say, you know, I, I just work by logic, which I find the most ridiculous thing. Life is not this experience and just being logical. Well, God um, made us sensual beings. I mean, right. we, we are very attu- attuned to to. But any, any, any religious person or atheist that says, oh, no, you know, religion is just a philosophy, that boils down to, like, it's just all in your head, that these heads are just things that our bodies carry around. Religion and worship is supposed to be the sensuous, carnal experience of the divine, not just information in your head. That's what I like about the oil. And I am so crazy. Like, I, I had to admit, I'm probably psychologically way off the mark. But, <laughs> you know, the Irish, the, the Celts, I should say, they really loved symbols. I mentioned that before. So they had all these little practices. Like, in the morning, when you wash your face, you rinse three times in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit to remind you of your baptism. So yep. they had literally hundreds of these little symbols that they incorporated in their daily life. And so this sounds kind of strange. A couple of years ago, and they keep giving it, I don't know what it means, but at Christmas time, people give me this oil with a smell of frankincense in it, which I like, you know, the, the smell of prayer. So to be honest, I was like, well, what the heck do I do with this thing? And are they trying to say I stink? Like, what? <laughs> so actually, like, because I do use lotion every morning. So I just pour it in my lotion. And I consider my lotion kind of a reminder of my confirmation and my ordination that I am supposed to smell a certain way, that I have been anointed for a purpose. And I just like it because religion is carnal and sensual. Religion, or really life, is not supposed to be lived in your head. It's lived completely in our body. We even know now that all your memories they're not just kept in your head, they're kept in your body. Any trauma is kept in your body. So if that's true, then we anoint bodies. We anoint so that they smell and feel, really not just a certain way, but that it all reminds us of this relationship with God. And so when I said, no, religion is supposed to be this sensuous experience of God and other people. That's why we anoint bodies and make them smell a certain way. So I'm really beginning to get the point that when you said you wanted to do this series about, you know, how symbols really take our religion to another level and touch our gut and our heart and all of our senses, you know, when we start looking at these symbols. I mean, it's it's pretty cool, Father Lang. Right. And I, I, what I like about the anointing of the oil is that I think that symbol most of all proclaims that religion is not philosophy. It's a bodily experience. I like it. I like it. Well, I'm going to notice now if you smell like prayer when you enter the room, now that I know that you're applying this oil to whatever lotion you're putting on your body, I'm going to be checking this out. Smells like frankincense when I walk in. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I love it, Father Len. 
And if uh, you listeners have any uh, comments or questions that uh, you'd like to send us about symbols, that would be great. It's easy to get those to us. You can just head over to our website. It's www.gshow.com. That's www.gshow.com. And you can click on the questions button. You'll find that there's a blue ribbon on the desktop or laptop version of the website where there's a little questions button. Or by clicking on the three-line menu on the mobile version of our website, which will reveal the questions button. And if you're enjoying the Wrestling With God show and our series on symbols in the Bible, or anything else, any other of our episodes, uh, you know, please share the, the episodes with your friends and subscribe, rate, and review our podcast at Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. It really does help people discover us. And uh, by the way, subscribing, and now most of these podcast services are calling it following, That doesn't cost you anything. It's free, and it does guarantee that you'll get a notice whenever we publish one of our new episodes, uh, so you won't miss any. So we hope you'll join us next time as we continue our journey climbing the mountain of life, searching for truth, meaning, and purpose in our lives. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Mm -hmm.